Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tell Your Prize, the podcast where, for some reason or another, we watch all of Tully's Spies. Hello, my name is Ashley Lee Miner. And I'm uh, Molly, and I'm not giving you my last name. You guys can't have that. Whoop can't track you. No, I'm off. I'm off the Totally Spies grid. I'm watching from a remote location somewhere in the United States. And that's all they're getting. That's all they can know. So why are we doing this? I, we, on Twitter, I don't know who said it first, but one of us mentioned Totally Spies was the entire reason that we're probably gay girls. <laughs> and we kind of took that and ran with it. And I think we just... Uh, mutually dared each other to watch this and do a podcast about it and we were both into it and then we waited like three months and now here we are we're gonna do it and then i don't know if either of us is ready for it to be honest watching this first episode i I was i began to question this dark journey we're gonna go down but it's already too late it's recording it. <laughs> it's way too late We, we have the recording program open we're talking to each other and we're gonna talk about spies in a bit, probably. I think. Totally. <laughs> Fucker. Oh. Yeah, we're gonna talk about totally spies. It's it's a good show, actually. It's it's a it's a good show. It, yeah. It's it's a weird show, though. It's a very weird show. It has a reputation of being uh, just chock full of every fetish you think of. Uh, totally spies probably had an episode about it. Uh, and a lot of people watch this show who we've talked to have been like, yeah, that's where I figured out that I liked X, Y, and Z. So this is going to be a really fun ride. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how much we want to talk about that specifically, but it's as it comes up, maybe. Yeah. It, it, because it's going to happen. When you mentioned totally spies to people of our generation, that's one of the first things they mentioned. Yeah, it's, it's legitimately one of the first things. And uh, I know uh, my younger brother, in fact, used to watch this with me. Um, and he is, like, of the mind that, no, it was perfectly innocent and don't ever tell me anything otherwise. So he's not allowed to listen to this podcast. So, Lyle, if you're listening already, you gotta stop now. This is mm. this is the end for you. Um, Should we just go ahead and dive into the first episode? Should we introduce the characters, maybe, or... Uh, That's actually a good idea. Yeah, we should probably do that. So, there are three main characters to the show. Um, I guess kind of four, but mainly three. Mainly Um, three. Mainly three. It's uh, Sam, Alex, and Clover. Um, They are the three spies who happen to be high school students in Beverly Hills. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sam is a smart redhead, who was my favorite, which is no surprise to anybody who knows me. Uh, Clover is the boy crazy, uh, blonde girl. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I've been watching this show again and I can't figure out what Alex's thing is. She's kind of like the, the median between the two. Yeah. I was kind of thinking that like, she's, she's somewhere in the middle, but also like she does like, especially in this first episode, she does way more dumb things than Clover does. That I guess. Yeah. But I think eventually becomes she becomes like the sporty one. Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. Uh, for the first couple episodes that I've watched, um, right now she's kind of token person of color. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, 
know that there's much more now that I've said we should introduce them. That's pretty much all that they need. They're to pretty be basic said. characters. It, 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 we're, this is not a show where you go for the characters. Yeah, no, we're watching this because it's ridiculous and absurd. Um, there's the spy organization they work for is called Whoop, mm-hmm. which is W H O O P, and I can't remember for the life of me what it stands for right now. Uh, oh, I found it. World Organization of Human Protection. I got it out of order. It's W-O-O-H-P. Mm. Yeah. Uh, as as acronyms go, like, that is... I, I've heard worse acronyms that people have made. It's pretty solid. I kind of like it. I don't know if they came up with WHOOP first or World Organization first, so props, I guess? Yeah. I don't know which order it's in. Um... I guess a thing that I was really surprised by is that uh, Jennifer Hale plays Sam on this show, and I don't know anybody else on this show. That is um, you know, voice actors gotta work. Yeah, no, I'm not, like, saying that it's... I just was surprised to see a name I knew, that's all. Yeah, so should we just... I think that's all we really need to say, pretty much. Yeah. Basically, it's just the premise of the show is Beverly Hills, teenage girls, are spies. They're bad spies, but they're spies. Bad spies. They're really bad spies. We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get there. I have things to say. Dude, I bet you have a lot of things to say. I don't know as much as you. Uh, I... Well, look, I didn't write a lot of things to say, but... There's some things to, to be said. I took way too long taking notes, okay? I admit it. Uh, let's, let's jump into the episode. Yeah, this is, uh... Totally Spies Episode 1, A Thing for a Musician. Yeah, we open up in Japan... Where it's very conveniently, everyone speaks English. You know it's Japan because there's a Rising Sun billboard. Yeah. <laughs> because of course there is. And then there's the little, uh, the, uh, God, the Chiron. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they pan down and it shows that it's 9.58 a.m. And that it's Record Store Tokyo. I don't, I think it's supposed to be a record store in Tokyo. But it could be Record Store Tokyo. I could see that being the name of a place, of, yeah. a, of a store. Yeah. Uh, I, I found it weird how much they focused on the time. Yeah. Before it, I w- was wondering if that's going to become a plot point. No. I No, <laughs> no not at all. It was weirdly specific, but it, I mean, like, it's kind of a plot point for this exact scene, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, almost, like, every shot in this opening, like, had a clock in it. That's true. There's they're always looking at the time on this this uh opening and then you never worry about the time again. Yeah. But yeah, people the, these record store employees are setting up uh a stand for a uh, what's the guy? It's Ricky something. Ricky Mathis. Rick, Ricky Mathis who is it a pretty obvious uh Ricky Martin parody? I'm fucked up right now because the fact that we're watching a show where Ricky Martin was a relevant thing to parody is <laughs> That feels like an eternity ago. Yeah, no, it's... I, I don't really think about Ricky Martin too much anymore. I see, like, somebody quote Ricky Martin maybe once a year somehow, but that's about it. I, I know he had that hit song a few years ago, which was weird. Did he come back? He came back as, like, sexy bad boy. Wow, really? Uh, he has a song called Tonight I'm Fucking You. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> You can look that up. Oh, no. It's a I'm... thing. No. 
No, I'm not going to look it up. I can't believe that that's true. I completely believe you. And also, I hate you. <laughs> we got we got to that point really quick. Well, I, um, I think we were already at that point pre-podcast. That's true. We were there, but we didn't know it yet. Um, I really like how both of these dudes' hair are super blue. Like, neon blue. It's Canadian anime. You gotta have blue hair. You gotta have blue hair. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's very much Canadian anime. And, of course, both of them have blue hair. Which is, that's that's what got me, really. Mm-hmm. Is both of them next to each other. Do you think one saw the other one get blue hair and they are like, Hey, that's a good look. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe they were just both born that way. And then they showed up at the record store and was like, This is destiny. We have to work together. Or maybe it's just an anime world where some people have crazy hair colors as natural hair colors. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I cuz I don't think we see any other weird hair colors in the show. I I don't yeah. think not in this episode anyway. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Or maybe they just think Japan has like really bright hair. <laughs> yeah. It could just be that. And so yeah, the the as soon as the store opens, they get rushed with fanatic uh, Ricky Mathis fans. So, the the clock strikes 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then the metal grate on the door pulls back automatically, and the fans are immediately able to just bust in and trample them? Yeah. Like, presumably. I don't think they survived that. I think they're just dead. <laughs> I think. I think they killed the record store employees when they're trying to get this album. I, see, see, I don't even know if it's an album. I think it's just a single. It is just a single. The And somehow... So, this is gonna come up, but this guy hasn't released a full album at all. He has released one single. and Rock Legend. Rock Legend. His hit single, Rock Legend. And he hasn't done anything else, but everybody already seems to know him. So to know him, and he seems to perform in huge concerts. Enormous concerts, where he only knows one song. Yeah. And he is selling out stadiums. So and some of that gets explained, but some of it does not. Yeah, a little bit, but not really. Like, yeah. a little bit. Um, so now we have two dead record store employees, and then we cut over to the high school, and... Uh, it says Beverly Hills High School, 12 a.m., which fucked me up really bad. Because that's midnight. Yeah. That's for sure midnight, right? Yes, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's midnight. So I have decided that that just means the entire school runs on their dumb jet lag time. Mm-hmm. Because they're world-traveling spies, so everybody just has to adhere to their schedule. Like, well, midnight, <laughs> gotta go in, y'all. Time for school. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I know it's just a typo, but it's, it's a pretty big typo. I, I think I remember there being a lot of typos in the Chirons of this show. And also they're just weird. Yeah, I'm going to have to be looking out for them from now on because, man, 12 a.m. at school is pretty messed up. Yeah, no, I didn't notice that. Yeah, but it's also, well, I think I watched it, yeah, I went through it twice and I only caught it on the second time. It was just like, huh. Huh. It doesn't look like it's midnight, but okay, I'll buy it. And so then you, uh, we meet our our heroes, and they're talking about fashion, of course. Yeah, they're talking about how uh, 
Clover needs to borrow both Sam and Alex's clothes. Mm-hmm. For some reason, even though I have to imagine... Well, no, I don't know. You know, they all probably have the same amount of ridiculous amount of clothes. Yep. I think... I, I, would, I would probably see that. Yeah, in most scenes, they're actually all wearing something different unless it's um, at school. Mm-hmm. So there's... There's at least a lot of little fun fashion stuff that comes up. It's it's fun to watch. And this is the start of Clover just being thirsty as hell. <laughs> Clover is the thirstiest girl at this school. She loves boys, doesn't doesn't care who knows it, and is constantly always talking to a boy. And that's that. In this one, it is just if someone is a musician. Yeah, specifically this time, it's... If I see a guitar, I gotta get with that. Doesn't matter what they look like, what they act like. I mean, they're all, air quotes, reasonably attractive, at the very yes. least. She's not She's not picking up any nerd guitarists. Mm-hmm. These are only the dim-witted, uh, stereotypical types that you would expect that somebody in this show would want to get with. And, and this is kind of the beginning of... Is it just me or this so super hectic like they are jumping from place to place super quick yeah once once it picks up uh they just start jumping from thing to thing very very quickly um and that's partially because of the way they get pulled onto the missions i think and plus they only have half an hour to work with with a little spy show so they kind of have to jump through everything really quickly to get the entire air quotes plot through i, I don't know if there's any overarching plots to totally spies I don't think there are. I think they were all standalone. Um, I, I think sometimes villains come back. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. But I don't know that there's anything, like, really beyond that. It's just every once in a while you'll get a repeat villain. Um, um, th- this isn't like the X-Files where there are Monster of the Week and then the myth arcs. Right, There's there's nothing big like that. It's just the little tiny stuff and then little tiny stuff every episode yeah yeah so she goes and uh immediately rushes out to this boy who is playing guitar at a fountain because of course he is yeah no that that's i've seen 90s television that that, <laughs> that checks out that's 100 percent accurate uh and he his name is uh damon and clover tells him that they should go out after school and that she will even let him buy her a non-fat latte, which is super nice of her. Yeah, if, if that show, if it was made today, it'd be pumpkin spice. <laughs> oh, no, it's... Oh, it would. It would be pumpkin spice. Or, oh, man, is there anything else? That's the only joke you chai. can make, right? Chai? Yeah, chai tea. Yeah, yeah. But it would definitely be pumpkin spice. So she, she starts talking to Damon and then... Uh, he's like, yeah, we should, we should totally do that. And then, uh, Mandy, out of nowhere, uh, who the, the is... The only true reoccurring villain. Yeah, the, the only real villain, um, is... She's basically just one of the three of them, except she has black hair and is mean. Yes. And there's really no discernible difference to who they are. They're just, just another girl character. And, and she is also somewhat boy crazy, but I think it's mostly out of spite. Yeah, I think it's making sure that those three don't have any boys to try to talk to, which, come on. Come on. Yeah. 
There's a lot of boys in the world. There's a lot of boys. There's a lot of boys. And frankly, I, you know, I don't even have anything to say. I I ran out of <laughs> I ran out of steam, and I I don't have anything else to say about it. You know, yeah, Mandy is a, a weird character. Yeah, I think at some point they all end up being friends, but that's not for a good while, at least. Yeah, like there, she has. I don't know if I would call it a redemption arc because I don't know if she really did anything. Yeah, did she? I don't think Manny did anything wrong. Yeah, Mandy did nothing wrong. She just, she's just talking to boys. Yeah, no, like, I, I think you know she is probably a bit more mean than she needs to be. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But like, they never go for her being like, oh, she's richer than them, so she buys a lot of things. They make a little snipe about her maxing out her credit cards right before she shows up, mm-hmm. but that's that's like the extent of it like it's not i don't think it's anything super mean yeah it's just a little snide comment yeah totally spy seems to be a world where money doesn't matter (laughs) yeah no no money doesn't matter at all seen later with how ridiculous well no that's a spy organization i can't even say that they probably have all the money they need to operate it's still pretty ridiculous yes it's absurd okay we should get there yeah, uh, okay, yes. They, they, uh, Mandy says that Damon is going out for a date with her after school, uh, to the mall. Which uh, a fact that Damon apparently forgot. He forgot, and he's like, oh yeah, we're gonna do that. Uh, sorry. And then Clover's very, very sad. And is like, well, I don't even care anyway. I was just trying to help the new guy. Which but she actually cares a lot. Excellent cover. Excellent yeah. cover. Uh, they cut to the three of them on a bench, like, I, I don't know, off to the side. Um, yeah, you know, school bench. Yeah, a little bench. And then Alex is like, don't worry, Clover, I'll buy you a non-fat latte after school. Which, Alex is just sweet. She's just yeah. pretty sweet. Maybe that's her thing. She's just nice. Yeah, she's nice. Yeah, and uh, then... Alex was always my was my favorite growing up. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I could see that. And then after uh Clover just is like, No, there's something there's something there. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to him later and, and figure this out. I have a thing for musicians. We're, we're gonna we're gonna make it work. Yeah. And then they they are sucked away. They the floor opens up beneath them and they enter the void. Yes. Uh, which is immediately replaced by a another bench before anybody else walks by the bench. So yeah. This happens constantly. Every episode, something dumb happens where they get sucked away to the Whoop headquarters. And it's Mm -hmm. totally absurd and maybe my favorite part of the show. Yeah, it's definitely, like, one of the upcoming episodes that I I watched that I thought was episode two and wasn't. Like, it has already reached a point of ridiculousness that I don't know if I've seen in a lot of shows. Yeah, like, they... The one I think you're talking about is where they get sucked through a trash can? They get sucked through a trash can, and then they get launched into a rocket? Yeah, and the rocket takes off and then lands at... Oh god, was it on a boat? It landed on a boat. In the middle of the ocean. On the way to some uh, obscure island. So, look forward to just the the tons of ways that... uh, they get pulled off of the school campus because mm-hmm. it's a lot of ways. Uh, and they always come down through a chute that ends with a going through a giant whoop logo and they go through the O. 
and the O turns into a couch. Yes. It's it's actually really great. Yes. Uh, if you... So, they, they get there, and then we meet Jerry... Uh, and Jerry is, like, their handler, I guess is probably a good way to put yeah, it. Yeah, he's, like, you know, this show's obviously biting a bit from Charlie's Angels. Yeah. And he is their Charlie. Except yeah, exactly. you see him. Yeah, he's not just a phone. Uh, he, he briefs them on, and this is, like, immediately is, like, this is a weird thing to send spies out on. Uh, yes. I guess unless there was a literal murder, which is true, because those two poor record store employees are dead now. Uh, so they, they land on that bench, the, not the bench, the, the couch. Yeah, uh, this seems like a slow day in the spying world. <laughs> it's a really slow day in the spying world. Hey, uh, this new musician has popped up out of nowhere, uh, and he's super, super popular. Could you guys, could you check that? Could you check that out? And then Sam is like, wait, why? She's like immediately like, wait, what, what is this? Why do you need spies for this? He's not having it. But Jerry's like, hey, you get to be in a band. And, yeah, of course, Clover's like, yes, yes, perfect, a band, I can I can be in a band. Uh, she goes, we get to be in a real band? And then Jerry's like, a real pretend one? Which is pretty good. Uh, and then she's like, t- go ahead. I-, I was going to get to the name of the band. Yeah, okay, yeah, just, just jump to it. The name of the band is The Spies. Because, of course, it's The Spies. And then we we find this out by them cutting to them in a plane uh, that is just painted all the way over with a bunch of 70s flowers. Yeah. Which is the best way to describe it, I think, with mm-hmm. the word spies. just Which is written... just the lower half of the Totally Spies logo. Yeah, it's just the logo uh, written on there, exclamation point, it just enormous spies. So... They're really good at this undercover stuff, immediately. Yes. They, Apparently it was Jerry's idea. It was, yeah, they're making fun of it in the plane, and Jerry's on the plane, he's like, well, it was my idea. I'm like, oh, no, wait, it's a great idea, you're right. It's, it, but it's not. It's, it's not. It's really not. It's a really bad idea. Why would you name your band The Spies? You cannot come up with anything else? I I just don't get it. And it's not like they, like, their theme is that they look like spies. No, they're theme... playing the music. No, their theme is like they're... 70s throwback girls i guess i don't yeah i don't know what to call it like there there's just flowers on everything and they're all definitely in like very 70s early 80s yeah uh, clothes the entire time they're on this trip so i need to talk about how much work must have gone into making the backstory for the spies (laughs) okay let's talk about it let's talk about that because like this isn't before like this is before Wikipedia, so I could see someone making a fake Wikipedia article, guy looking at it and going like, "Yeah, that seems right." Yeah, like, oh, I haven't heard of that band. They must be pretty good then. You could just source a lot of stuff on that. I imagine if you were a spy agency in this world today, you could make some fake Wikipedia pages and web pages and call it good. Yeah, but apparently they have music. Yeah, <laughs> they have uh, early work. They have early work. They have, they they eventually get to meet Ricky, and he's like, oh, I love you guys' early work, which, A, is super weird, because he has only been a musician for, I don't know, two months, if I'm gonna be generous. Yeah, so, um, and that's technically, The Spies is an older band than Ricky. Yeah, so I don't know why they're just opening for him. 
Sometimes uh, that's how it works. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. So, The Spies is our band name today. Uh, and they're gonna play music right now on this plane because they put a bunch of instruments on the plane. Do, do you think that The Spies, like, originally started off as more, like, almost, like, 60s James Bond-esque music? <laughs> I hope so. I hope they were And then as they matured, they, they're now doing a 70s-style throwback album? Yeah, I'm really waiting for their next disco album uh, set out next year. Uh, it That's just random access memories. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. I guess I guess we're waiting for man. What's what's after that? Radiohead, grunge, grunge. Oh yeah, grunge. Okay, yeah. Uh, the spies by way of Pearl Jam. They start, and this is an important thing to note. They start playing the instruments that are on the plane. Uh, and it's super loud, and it makes Jerry's glasses break. Apparently, the uh, we were wrong. It is not a 70s throwback. It is a harsh noise band. <laughs> it's just... Oh my god, it's so bad. It's just super loud, and it's nothing. But apparently, they know how to play, because it sounds like they do? Like, it, it sounds to me like they have, they have maybe picked up instruments before, but know, know how to play, necessarily? Like... Yeah, there's there's just some weird distortion stuff happening that's making me think that they have at least an inkling of what's happening there. What I think it's more is that they went to the person making like the music for this and said make bad music. Yeah. Yeah, and that's And they just put a weird distortion filter on it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh I so they they do that Jerry's glasses break which he immediately replaces with new glasses that don't break. Uh, yes. And he pulls the plug on him. Mm-hmm. And it's it's pretty good. Yes. Uh, then some secret agent dude from behind him is like, the the drop is ready, sir. So this is where we get to find out about the gadgets, which have been kept in a uh, guitar case. Yes, a pink guitar case, of course. With flowers on it. Yeah. Because it's got to have flowers. Got to have flowers. Um, and I'm going to keep track of all of these, uh, the gear... Because mm-hmm. I, they're naming them very specifically, so I have to imagine they keep reusing uh, all of the names. I do, I do think that they gadgets reappear. Yeah, I, I think they reuse them, and I'm wondering if there's any name consistency or if it gets changed every time. Well, this will be a fun game. Yeah, this will be a good game. So this week we have uh, the expandable cable bungee belt, which is what it sounds like. Yeah, and I think that's the most common one. I think that's pretty standard. I think at some point they'll probably just stop naming it because, like, it's yeah. always there. It's the belt they use uh, every week anyway. So, yeah, it's got a little heart on the front. Yeah, the the heart turns into the grappling hook. Uh, the Wind Tunnel 3000 Blast Hair Dryer, which we find out later is powerful as shit. Yeah. Uh, the suction. Three thousand. Cu- yeah, it is a three thousand. You're right. We. That, that's more than two thousand. That is more than two thousand. That's more than twenty five hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's up there. Uh, it. The next is the suction cup go go boots, which, sure, why not? It it seems especially unneeded for them to be go go boots. Yeah, and it's also no different from their regular boots that they wear every episode. So I don't know. We added suction cups to them this week. Yep. You don't get them next week, though. Good luck. An ultra-sensitive ear and mic, which is just a Bluetooth these days. Yeah, like, that is not spy technology anymore. No, it's not even spy tech. Um, and then the 
Under... Well, I guess later they do use it to listen to someone through a what should be soundproof glass. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, and then the underwater power walking apparatus that's inconspicuous. Yes, which the what does he call it? The upwadi. Yeah, the the potty. Yeah, the potty, and Alex is like, "What?" And no, not the potty. The upwati. No, he doesn't even say it, not, not the the potty. She goes the wuddy, and he goes, "No, not the wuddy." Oh, okay. I thought it was a toilet joke. It's an, it, it's an even weirder joke than what you thought. Yeah, it's yep. You're not wrong. I I like that they added that's inconspicuous to it. Yeah. Because they needed the T.I. on there to make this joke happen. Yes. That, thanks, writers. You guys did it. I'm proud of you. (laughs) Um, And then they are just dropped from the plane. (laughs) So, the thing about it, there's, uh, let's count, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, at least eight spy agents standing Mm -hmm. in the middle of this plane where previously there was two chairs and Jerry and one other dude standing around them because yeah. they haven't left that room. They haven't left that part of the plane. Yeah. So uh, like nine identical uh, secret agents are standing around them as they're standing on what is obviously a trap door on the bottom of the mm-hmm. plane. Yeah. Uh, Jerry throws the guitar case at them and they just drop them right the hell out of this plane. Which which is funny, but also unneeded. Doesn't seem like a good plan since you're trying to present these girls as a band who are not arriving with their plane. Yeah, you spent all that money to paint up a, presumably one of your spy planes to look <laughs> like the spy's plane. <laughs> and you you tricked out that plane, and then I do I have to imagine they just turn around. Yeah, and like they. Just they... Turn around? Or or though that is one of those planes that just is constantly flying. Yeah, just always in the air. I, but then how they get up there? Why would they even do that? Why bother? I don't know. How do they paint it if it's always flying? Very carefully. <laughs> this, is, this is just the longest con, and they've kept that plane in the air with the spies logo and the flowers on it since the seventies, and that's why the theme of the band has to be seventies because. They haven't updated it, and by God, they're not going to. This episode, I'm pretty sure, came out in 2001. Yes. Yeah. 2002. Yeah. So, they have kept this plane in the air for the last 32 years without repairs, kept it gassed up, ready for this moment, this exact moment. So, thanks, Whoop. You did it. You think Whoop started in the 70s? They had to start before that. They're they're the world organization of... I lost it. And also, who who started the organization? Was this like a UN deal? <laughs> it was a UN deal. I don't know. Is it maybe just Jerry? Did Jerry just decide to start a spy organization one day? I think at one point there is a plot where Jerry gets replaced. That's the next episode. Yeah, so... so probably not. <laughs> I, I Yeah, I don't know. Well, they Unless he, like, had, like, he fell down the chain of command... Spoilers, Jerry Fake retired in that uh, episode, so I I don't know, because they, they refer to him as their handler, or their uh, their caretaker, or something like that, mm-hmm. 
so I don't think he's like top of the chain because these girls aren't top of the spy chain. No, are they? I don't. I don't. I hope not. Yeah. So I, I still find it super weird, and I know that it is the basis of the show. And at a certain point, I can't question it. Right. Why high schoolers? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. Nobody knows why high schoolers. I wouldn't pick high schoolers to do anything in my life, let alone thwart terrorist plots every week. It just seems like a bad idea. And I think I'd understand it more if they went were undercover a lot as high schoolers. Yeah, but that doesn't happen. They go undercover as different things. Yeah, they do go undercover. Ugh, so they're a band this week. Yeah. Which, sure. Yeah, okay. I can I yeah. can believe that. And I don't think God, do you know what they what year of high school they're supposed to be? Are they seniors? I can see them being seniors. That ha- I think it has to be that they're seniors. Legally. <laughs> Legally they have to be seniors because their parents did not write this off. They did not authorize no. this to happen. I, uh, I don't remember if this is a show where you, that you never see the parents. I think it is a show where you never see the parents. I think the parents don't exist on this show. I don't know if you even see teachers in the show. Oh god, you have to see a teacher at some point, right? Because half this show takes place at the high school. There has to be a teacher at the school, right? <laughs> like, you'd think so, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, they get dropped out of the plane. And it then... just cuts. You don't see them land or anything. Or get picked up, or get in this car that they show up to this, uh, quote, London Hip Hotel in. The London Hip Hotel may be my favorite Chiron of this entire thing. It's really good. The London Hip Hotel located in Tokyo? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty yeah. sure they're in Tokyo because uh, later they're at a Tokyo nightclub or something like that. Yes. So they they roll up to this hotel in a limo. and or they're, in, or they're in London and they went to a Tokyo-themed... Yeah, that's possible. Maybe, maybe. The... Tokyo Record Store isn't in Tokyo at all. It's not in Japan at all. And it is in oh, London. Oh, God. <laughs> and everything's just really confusing, because I don't know where we are. Yeah, no, this... This is fucked up. Yeah. Uh, So they they roll up to the hotel, and Alex, there's, like, a bunch of fans outside, like, screaming about Ricky. And then mm-hmm. the, the limo pulls up, and Alex is like, hey, look, we already have fans! And then they all rush to the window and, like, start slamming on it. Mm-hmm. And then they they see them and go, oh, wait, you're not Ricky. And everybody leaves. Yeah. Yeah, because nobody knows who this spy band is. Yeah. No because they, they don't exist. Because they don't exist, even though Ricky Mathis loves their early work. Yes. Do you he, think he was lying? Was he just being polite? Yeah. Yeah, he had to have just been being polite. Like, oh, yeah, I love you guys. You guys are great. Who are these guys? Yeah. I don't know who this is. Ricky Mathis seems, I think naive is the kindest word I can use. Yeah, I would say naive. I would also say dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but I would, I would say naive. That seems right. They they get up to their hotel room, which is a pretty cool hotel room. And for some reason, this hotel room has lava lamp pillars. Yeah, well, this entire show, it is very obviously modern day, but also it has a very obvious 70s influence. Yeah, like every... There's something like this in every episode where it's like, that doesn't fit. That's weird yeah. that that's there. I think at some point that is just the 
the show, like that is the the world the show is in. Yeah, that's that's just what we're looking at. Uh, they get up to the hotel, and uh, Clover immediately calls. Um, what's this boy's name? Damon. Is that what we yeah, decided Damon. his name was? Calls yeah. Damon and is like, "Hey, I'm on tour with Ricky Mathis." He's like, "Oh, Ricky Mathis, what? The guy who put out one song? Yeah, that guy who put out one song, super popular." Yeah, that's the same one. I'm on tour with yep. him. I'm a real accomplished... And she's, like, looking at the other two girls. And she's like, guitarist? I don't know what I play in this band. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, like, all of them, just really killing this undercover stuff. Uh, especially calling back to the high school they go to and saying, hey, I'm in. Uh, yes. Wait, they don't say where they are. I thought they said London. I don't... I think she says what's going on stateside. Oh, yeah. They don't say. Yeah, I don't think they say. I think it's still just a mystery. Damon is just like, hang on, I'm listening to see if they say it. Nope, she just says touring with Ricky Mathis. They don't give a location. And also, Damon does not know what stateside means. (laughs) No, he does. He's really dumb. And, uh, he's, so they're on the phone, and you can see Mandy in the frame, and she's making all of these faces and, like, making fun of him while he's on the phone with her, and it's actually really incredible. You know, I, I remember not liking Mandy when I was a kid because I was, I was told not to like Mandy. Right. But now I, I, I seem to have a lot of, a lot of love for Mandy. Yeah, Mandy's really good in this whole show, like, this episode at least, but she's really good, uh, in everything I've seen so far. I really like Mandy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, Mandy did nothing wrong. Yeah, no, she... And like, that's probably it, is that for, like, them trying to push her as, like, a stereotypical mean girl, she doesn't really do a lot? No, not a ton. Not anything that wouldn't be, I don't know, normal yeah. snide things that you would expect from a show like this. She mm-hmm. doesn't... She's not, like, overly mean. She's just... I don't know. She's making just the most incredible face. She's putting, like, her fingers up to her ear like she's on the phone with him. Yeah. And, like, choking herself and her tongue is out. Yeah, no, yeah. Mandy's great. It's really good. Then this dude, uh, he's a bigger guy. Uh, he's also looks like he just stepped out of maybe the 60s or 70s. And would you would you classify these shades he's wearing as Bono shades? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's wearing Bono Bonobo shades. shades. Bonobo shades, the very same. Uh, and he's got just super long hair. Um, and he walks in and he goes, oh, so you guys are the spies, right? And Alex immediately <laughs> breaks it. <laughs> she fucks it all up. She's like, spies? What? Who told you we're spies? That's ridiculous. And then Clover just elbows the hell out of her arm. Like, hey, keep it cool, please. Please keep it cool. Uh, and Clover puts her finger out, like, pointing at this dude, and he, like, grabs her hand and kisses it, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah, no, this guy is slimy. He's the grossest. Uh, he introduces himself as Phil Jenkins, the tour manager uh, for yeah. Ricky. What I will say, Phil Jenkins is a great slimy musician exec name. It's a really perfect slimy musician exec name. It It is 100%... Uh, just the the perfect name for this dude. He's the grossest. Uh, so he invites them up to meet Ricky Mathis, uh, who is late. Oh my god, I didn't even notice that he has a cardboard cutout of himself in the room. Yeah, no, I I, I think that was put there for him. 
Yeah, I didn't notice that the first two times watching this. I just have it on in the background while I'm going through. Uh, he's playing, like, two strings, uh, and it doesn't sound like anything, and they walk in and Sam's like, hey, nice song. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I just wrote it. Like, nice. These guys, there's there's no music to be had on this show. N- none of the music's really stand out. No. A, a lot of it's just reworkings of the... Totally Spies theme. Yeah, yeah, I think you hear it three different ways on this episode or something like that. It That's yeah, all they play I, I think the wise. song they play is a reworked version of it. Yeah, I think it is. I think it might even just be it without the lyrics on top and just mm-hmm. muffled, uh, at least for their part. Uh, this is where we get the, hey, I love your early work, and Alex is at a piano just, like, poking keys, like, wait, we have early work? And then Clover's like, shut up. Alex... Alex is the worst at being undercover. Yeah. Let's be honest. Alex is maybe the worst at being a spy. Yeah, definitely she's the worst at being a spy until it comes to accidentally finding stuff. Yes. Uh, in which she's the best and nothing can get done without her. So I get why they're keeping her around. It, it is one of the things where they would probably replace her if... Somebody halfway competent showed up. Yes. And I, I think at one point they do. Oh god, yeah. Uh, do they? Do they? They either replace her or Clover. I could see it being either, because Sam is the only one who's done anything worth a damn in this episode. Yeah, like, Sam, if, if like, they were to, to break up the spies, they're, in like, if there were budget cuts at Whoop. <laughs> Alex and Clover would be gone immediately. Yeah, like, and they'd be like, hey, Sam, I, I, like, I think you have a future here. Yeah, you, you're gonna make it. You're gonna be okay. But the, but the other two, uh-uh. Yeah, they're really, really bad at spying. Uh, so, Ricky invites them to go to his recording, uh, the next morning, where he's gonna record his new single that he just wrote on those two strings. Uh, and Phil is like, no, 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 we, we need that privacy. And Clover butts in like, no, we should be there. We should definitely be there. And he doesn't yeah. say no. He's just like, Ugh. and he gets really. Yeah, no, mad. it seems like he he is the manager. If he does not want people there, yeah, he uh, could probably do that. Yeah, he could probably make that happen. Judging from where it is being, where it takes place, this recording, it seems really easy to keep them away. It seems yes. like it shouldn't be that difficult. And it should pro- like even if they weren't, if, even if you know that the spies are not spies, yeah. Like, if you don't want somebody <clears throat> on your remote island recording facility... Where you're planning evil shit. It's probably not hard to keep them away from there. So they, as they're leaving uh, Ricky's... What did The penthouse? The suite? Yeah. They knock over one of his CDs, uh, mm-hmm. one of the cases, and it reveals that the CD, for some reason, is glowing? Yeah, that seems suspicious. That seems... No, that's fine. No, I... We have glowing CDs everywhere. Yeah. That's that's run-of-the-mill. You can buy rewrit- rewritables of them now. Yeah, <laughs> so... They're, they're on the way back to their room, and Sam is holding the it, it's CD. It's like they have they have those, and then the ones that look like record pl- like uh, records. Yeah, yeah. The, the, those are all the glowy ones. They're special. Mm-hmm. They're real special. Uh... So Sam is like, I don't know what's going on with this. That's weird. And Alec... Okay, this thing where they're walking back to their hotel room. They're in this hallway. 
they're walking back and they're talking about like yeah this is really weird and then alex is like you know besides the cd thing though ricky doesn't seem like he's up to anything and then for whatever reason clover like smacks into alex from behind and they're like oh and then it cuts to them at a concert yeah i think that was like maybe the like the commercial break yeah but the I don't... It's such a weird place to cut. And it's a weird thing to have happen right before the cut. Like, there's, yeah. no, there's like, no need for it. They can, they could just lead off with, like, some music or something. But no, Alex has to run into Clover. Or Clover has to run into Alex. Or I, yeah. I don't... I'm so It's confused. really weird. It's bizarre. I... Ugh, I don't know. They, yeah. Yeah. They, they, yeah, so next is they're at the Japanese nightclub that maybe takes place in london it's soho nightclub i don't know where we are soho is in london okay okay so it is just london then and we just cut to tokyo earlier for no reason yeah i I guess to show that he is an international hit yeah i guess so i guess that kind of makes sense uh because what is more international than japan (laughs) yeah that's true you cannot get more international than japan yeah. That's as international as it gets. Um, so all these fans are like begging for Ricky to come. They're all calling for him. They really want him on that stage. Yeah. Um, but then you see Sam and Alex backstage in the most 70s clothes you could ever wear. Yeah. Uh, it's It's very hard to get across what this is. Like, except for <clears throat> Alex's bright green, enormous afro wig? Yeah, it or almost like one of the hats from, like, the Order of the Water Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like that, but round. Yeah, like, if these, if, if as they were dressed now, if they were in, um, oh god, that space dancing game. The space dancing, what are you talking about? It was on the Dreamcast. Oh, you lost me. I don't know. Space dancing? Michael Jackson was in it. <laughs> Is it just called All of that Walker? sounds like I'm not I'm making shit up. Space Channel 5. Space Channel 5, sure. Okay. Sure, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. So Also yeah. also shout out to Google where I just typed space dancing game <laughs> and it gave me exactly what I wanted. Well, there can only be one in the world. Yeah, they didn't make a sequel. Yeah. That that would be Space... Whatever. Six. Would space Channel ten? Six. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it cuts to... Clover is listening to the CD backstage. Uh, Which... We, we talk about Alex being not a good spy... Yeah, Clover's the worst spy, because now she's listening to the really suspicious glowing CD. Like, that seems fine. Just yeah. Just it up. It's easy. I don't know. I What has to go through your head like, I should listen to this? This seems like a really good idea. Yeah, we found this weird, and like, all of us agreed that it is weird. But, yeah, and they note that they've already sent it to Jerry as evidence or something. Mm-hmm. So, she's... Just, like, no, I got it. It's fine. Yeah, It's cool. Sam is, like, berating her, like, hey, you're supposed to be up here playing music, not listening to music. Uh, yeah, which, 
not berating her for like, hey, don't listen to that fucking glowing CD. Don't listen to that weird fucking CD. No, it's like, hey, just come play this stupid song with us. Uh, and then Clover's like, I don't know, I want to listen to this. It's infectious, which... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Subtle. Yeah, real, <laughs> real subtle. Playing it cool. Uh, so they get up and they and start... And also she is blushing now. Yeah, she's blushing. She's got the dumb look on her face. Um, but she's able to get up and go play this uh, this concert. And by play, I mean, like, she's throwing her hand over the strings. And she's like, man, we sound really good. <laughs> and she... Sam <laughs> was like, yeah, it's all pre-recorded and none of our instruments are plugged in. Did you not notice? I, I, I will say we are bringing a clever forward, but she is also hypnotized at this point. Yeah. So maybe not thinking straight. Yeah, that's true. She's She's brainwashed by this CD. Uh, Spoilers. Which is your theme of the week, y'all. Yeah. Um, um, but her listening to it initially, that is still on her. Yeah. She And the worst part of this is, like, they're trying to be this inconspicuous band. Like, Clover just, like, picks up her guitar and starts staring at it instead of playing. While yeah. they're supposed to be playing to this beat. And mm-hmm. it, it, like, nobody does anything, and... To be fair, I guess the entire audience is also hypnotized, so whatever. Guy in charge is not even listening to the music. Nope, he's not even paying attention to that either. That, you sure did link me pictures of that game. Wowza. Yeah. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That, yep, that's a lean. Yeah, no, that's Michael Jackson. That is Michael Jackson. He sure is leaning. Yep. That's an angle. With, are those robot dancers? I I think they're aliens. Oh sure, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so they they finish their what has to be one song, right? Because this is yeah. a two song show. Yes. This <laughs> this is a two song concert. Uh, Ricky shows up and he's like, "Hey, good job lip syncing. It took me forever to learn how to do that." And they're all like, "What you lip sync?" Uh, and he's like, yeah, I don't like it, but Phil makes me do it, and you can't argue with success. Which, okay, yeah, like, sure, sure, I I guess you could see that. Yeah, that happens in real life, so, you know, no yeah. no big deal. Sam and Alex are like, we should go look, su- look around here, uh, because they see Phil up in the sound booth. Mm-hmm. I get, is that... A lounge, the box, I guess. Clover is like the no, VIP I wanna... section. Yeah, yeah, the VIP. Yeah, sure. Uh, but Clover's like, no, I'm gonna stay behind and watch Ricky. And they're like, yeah, that seems fine too. That's not a bad idea. You shouldn't come spy with us. Yeah, they seem just more like annoyed by her rather than like, hey, our friend who listened to Weird Glowing CD is acting weird now. Yeah, no, they they don't give a shit. They don't figure it out for like the next god. Uh, they don't figure it out until they see it happen in front of them. Yeah, until somebody gets hypnotized right in front of them. They're like, oh, wait, shit. Like that, oh, yeah, Clover's been weird, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, this is a little fucked up. Let's be, let's be real here. We said that Sam was probably the best spy. Yeah. Even she is not that great of a spy. No, she's not that good of a spy, but at least she's, like, 
not listening to CDs and blowing their cover. Okay, listen. That's a low bar. (laughs) It is a very low bar. It's a low bar that she's cleared for now. For today. They have managed to get through the spy world through, like, basically what is an I Love Lucy episode. (laughs) Just... Just by the skin of their teeth, because nobody, everybody is worse at villaining than they are at spying. Yes. Uh, they run through the crowd, and Sam literally yells, spy time. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess she has blown the cover, but also their band is named The Spies, so I don't know. Maybe they gave them that name because they knew that, like, oh, listen, these girls. <laughs> these they, girls. They constantly call themselves spies. They're gonna talk about it. And let's let's try to cover this up as well as possible, please. Yeah. Uh, they they walk up to this booth, uh, the VIP section, and there's like eight security guards. They're just waving their passes, and nobody cares that they're walking by into the room where Phil is on a call. Yeah. Uh, he's talking to a Mr. Sebastian, uh, who notes that uh, Ricky invited those pesky spies to the recording tomorrow, uh, so we'll need extra tight security. So... Which, like, sure, he hangs up the call, the girls are there, and he's like, hey, what's going on? What's wrong? You guys having fun? Uh, and then he closes the door. Yeah. Uh, and then all the sound stops. Yeah. So, Alex is like, wait, what's happening? Am I deaf now? Yeah, Which... Alex immediately assumes that she is deaf <laughs> as she's listening to herself talk. Yeah. Uh, and then... Phil is like, uh, the, the room is soundproofed, it, the music gives me a headache. Which, now, I have a problem. He's a tour manager. (laughs) Has he been dragging this nightclub with him? (laughs) It seems possible in a world where a plane's been in the air since the 70s. Okay, that is not... That that is what we came up with. (laughs) But this is 100% in the show. He's... So he... He's been dragging the sound booth from location to location. Or, he only plays this nightclub. Yes. This is the only place he plays music, even though he's an international pop hit. Or, uh, this is their w- version of the Green M&M's for the, the band writer. Wait, what? Where, like, you know, usually like, sometimes when people will ask for, bands will ask for kind of ridiculous things. Oh, okay, sure, sure, yeah. Okay, I understand now. Yeah, But usually it it's be. just kind of... Goofy, like, only green M&M's in the break room. And right. construct a soundproof booth that I can watch the <laughs> show from. Do you have somewhere soundproof that I can not listen to my talent play their music? Do you have that? Because, God, I hate it. <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst. <laughs> Pop music, right? Yeah. Oof. So, they're... After... I'm more after... like I'm living La Vida Loca. <laughs> No. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, they're... Uh, they cut to the hotel again. Um, mm-hmm. which I think it said... Hang on, let me look. Let me look. This concert started at 7pm. They get back to the hotel at 10.03? So... Hmm. Uh, the two songs, oh no, 9pm, so those were both hour-long songs. Yes. Or at least 45 minutes and then half-hour travel back to the hotel. 
that that is a lot of one single. Yeah. Or, God, I don't know what else it could be. Were they both opening acts for something else? It couldn't be that. It could, people were there for Ricky. They were there for Ricky, unless everybody left after Ricky played, and that poor main event band was just like, where'd everybody go? Yeah, and also, let's be real, like, they are hypnotized. Yeah, so they would have left if that was the case. So, but how would then Ricky know to, he's like, I guess I'm just gonna keep on playing the single I have again and again. I don't know. people, they seem to like it. Yeah, they, (laughs) do you guys want to hear that one again? Yeah! It's, it's my, my one song? Yeah, do you guys want to hear my one song again? Or, hey, I just finished writing something, do you want to hear that now? Which, they would. Does yeah. he, is he just a cover cover guy? Does he just do a bunch of covers? Is he the is he the band from Rock Band? <laughs> he could be the band from Rock Band with one original song. I don't yeah. think because he can't. Yeah, he is the guy from Rock Band because nobody notices him lip syncing to uh, what Smash Mouth. I don't know what that's where my brain went. He <laughs> he covers Smash Mouth. This is canon. They're on the elevator back up to the hotel room. Sam and Alex are going over like, hey, uh, so we know that there's glowing CDs. His fans are all just wild for him. And uh, the manager is in a uh, soundproof booth. And this is weird. And then they're like, what do you think, Clover? And she's like, oh, I think all of his lyrics are incredible. And he's amazing. And he's got that... She's got the dumb blush on her face again. The Higo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's really weird. And I hate you for that. And also... Yeah, no, it's, it's really weird. It's super weird. It's and uncomfortable. I don't uncomfortable. I don't know why they went with that for what they were trying to get across. It's... Yeah. It's... It's, it's bad. Yes. They shouldn't it's, it's have done really, it. It's really, really bad. I don't like it. Uh, they get back up to the hotel room. And it is absolutely covered in roses. We learned that it is from Damien, which... How much money does he have? How much does this high school boy make? What... I, what job? I told you, money has no object... Has no meaning in the Totally Spies universe. This is, like, the only thing you need to confirm that, because this room, there are at least... I don't know... 12 dozen roses laying around and then petals yeah. everywhere. And also he sent them to like London. Yeah, he pro- di- he had to have like filled every hotel room. Yeah, like he could he- not have found her because she didn't give him a location. Yeah. So Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's every hotel room in London that he sent those flowers to. Like unless he found out where like Ricky Martez is going to be, and they just assume that they would be there too. I I mean that's a possibility. So at that point, I guess you could just ask where the spies are, but nobody knows who the spies are. There's, there's no way for him to find this out. And who and who would what what self-respecting hotel employee would be like? Oh yeah, that famous band is here. Yeah. To the public, who would do that? This bit. Like, I pause it and, like, thunk about it for, like, <laughs> longer than I'm willing to admit. Gave it a good fiver, let's say. More than a fiver. More than a fiver. <laughs> Took an hour just sitting at the screen like, what the fuck? 
I, I, I got I got out of like a whiteboard. <laughs> no, Damon is a better spy than anybody at Whoop, and he figured yeah. out where they are immediately. Hire Damon, even though he's mm-hmm. really dumb. Yeah. Uh. So, but, but so are Clover and Alex. Yeah, yeah. Clover and Alex are also that level. They Clover gets in the room, uh, pulls. There's a stack of flowers on her bed. She just throws them off and sits down and starts listening to uh, Ricky's album, which mm-hmm. excuse Ricky me, single. Ricky's single. Yeah. Uh, which nobody tries to stop her from doing. Yeah. Nobody gives a like, shit about Clover. At this point, they're like super suspicious of everything that Ricky is doing. Yeah, and they they're like, "This is really weird." Hey, Clover, what's up? And she just starts spouting hey. off this, and she's like, and they they get to the hotel room, and they don't think like maybe we shouldn't let her listen to that anymore. Yeah, why do they have a copy still? Why do they have a copy still? Why did they give Clover her earphones back? Why didn't they take away her CD player? Why did they bring a copy to the venue? <laughs> I, oh my god, I don't know. Maybe they went straight from the penthouse to the venue? But they said they sent it to Jerry. That's true. They said they were going to send it to Jerry. I Did they get, they probably got free, maybe free copies for being on the tour? Molly, I think we may be thinking a lot about a children's show. <laughs> <laughs> we are thinking way too much about the children's show. Sam and Alex go to discuss the evidence, and then Jerry pops up on the TV screen, because Jerry's weird, and he shows up everywhere. Yeah. He he pops up, and he's like, Hope, rock stardom hasn't gone to your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they start talking about the evidence, uh, except... They only ask about Mr. Sebastian, who Phil was talking to on the phone. Yeah. Uh, we find out that he... Oh, and this is... Jerry tells them that the roses are from Damon. Uh, he tells them and, about... Yeah, they, they're like, oh, the flowers are for you, Clover. And she does not give a shit. She doesn't even care. She's still got the blush, and it's still really creepy and weird. Uh, and she doesn't. she doesn't give a damn about Damon. And they don't think it's weird at all. Yeah. They... <laughs> Sam's just like, wow, that's really rude and fickle, but okay. They're like, oh, oh, Clover, she's over a new boy... onto a new boyfriend. Just... And you know what? That's probably fair. I mean, besides the hypnotism part, <laughs> it's probably fair. The fact that this happened immediately after <laughs> listening to a weird CD. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not fair. <laughs> she Sam asks Jerry what they know about a Mr. Sebastian and he used to be a guitar player before he lost his arm in a pyrotechnics accident which yeah. from the video footage they show us is just him jumping into a pillar of fire <laughs> they just... just so like I, I hope people don't think we're just giving it to the girls really hard in this there's no one smart in this show Nobody, yeah, nobody on the show can put anything together. This is, this is, I mean, yeah, it's a kid's show, so there's supposed to be some mystery to it. Yeah. But there shouldn't be. They're spies. Well, and also, jumping into a pillar of flame. Yeah, that's, and like, Sam and Alex are both looking away from the screen, and Alex looks like she's about to throw up. Yeah. Sam is covering her head, like it's gonna save her from fire or something. 
that it's it's kind of cute, also sad. Yeah. So Jerry says, and now he is a producer who lives off the coast of, and know that this oh, is God the, say the, I'm so this is so great. It's Brazuela. <laughs> Bra- off the coast of Brazuela. Uh, which is a very real place that you can go. When I first heard that, I'm like, is that racist? <laughs> it's like, is that, is that not okay? And I still don't know. But yeah, like, I'm still not entirely sure. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's okay or not, but I don't think it's my place to say either. Yeah. So we'll, we'll leave that as it is. Uh, Ricky immediately shows up after that and says, who's ready to go to my new recording session in Brazuela? Uh, and then all the lightning strikes happen. And then Clover's yeah. like, wow. And it's, oh God, it's weird. Uh, they cut to them on the plane. They land in Brazuela, off the coast of Brazuela. Yes. Excuse me. They, they take the Jurassic Park helicopter. <laughs> Down to Brazuela. Mm-hmm. Uh, they land, and there is a enormous yacht with what appear to be, I don't know, would you call those missiles on it? Yeah. Looks like there might be missiles on it. It definitely looks like a warship of some kind. Uh, and it's holding a enormous satellite dish that is twice the size of the boat. Yeah. Uh, there are, like, jeeps for scale, and mm-hmm. it is, like, eight <laughs> jeeps tall. Sam is like, wait, why is there a enormous satellite dish on the back of a yacht? Mm-hmm. And Alex is like, it's so they can broadcast the concert live. And Sam's like, yeah. no, 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 no. That, since when do you need guards to watch the satellite dish? Which, I don't know, it's a private island. Maybe they're just there. Yeah. Yeah, it, I don't know. Clover, along the way, has found a bunch of new clothes to wear, which are all just clothes that say I heart Ricky on them because of course she is. And then they're on the recording studio and uh, Ricky is about to play his new song. Phil goes in and is like, are you ready for the lyrics? And he's like, yeah. Uh, and they give him the lyrics and I have them written down. Hang on. Okay. Yeah. Cause yeah. Uh, so the lyrics to the new song are, I'm Ricky and I'm your master. Follow me as I spread disaster. Take over the government. Do as I say. I'll rule the world and you'll obey. Which, after hearing, Ricky goes, don't you think that's a little aggressive? Yeah. And, and then his response, which I wrote down, it gives you the hip edgy feel the kids are wild about. <laughs> which, I guess. Yeah, you know, that's what the kids are into these days. They're into overthrowing the government. And yeah. uh, I don't disagree. So Imagine I... if, like, Ricky Martin, like, came out, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm an anarchist now. <laughs> uh, that would be the worst pop album. Would it be the best pop album? I think it's both. Well, it, it is definitely pop because it's for the populace. Yeah. <laughs> For the people. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Sam overhears all this through the soundproof window. Uh, is it soundproof? Because they're talking back and forth because he's playing... Nobody's wearing a headset. Yeah. Uh, Phil is on a mic talking in there, but they can hear Ricky's replies outside. So does she need the earpiece? Um... I assume, like, it's, a, like, I've seen some videos of recording studios, and, like, you know, they, yeah, they can do the thing where they talk to each other, but I'm, I'm guessing... Yeah, maybe it's just a button on the panel. 
Yeah. Yeah, so... Maybe she does... Maybe uh, Sam does not know where that button is. Yeah, maybe she missed the button. Um, anyway, they hear it through the glass with the recording or listening device. Um, and they don't... They don't even put it together at this point. No, yeah, like, even, like, at this point, like, like oh, those are weird lyrics. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, and then Sam is like, come on, Alex, we should go do some spying. And Clover just refuses to go. Yeah. Uh, like, she runs into the recording room and, like, is jumping all over Ricky mm-hmm. while the other two leave. Uh, and also, it doesn't seem like Phil put out any extra security to get them not in the room. Yeah, no, it seems like they should not be there. No, they they shouldn't be there, especially if he didn't want them to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as noted, this is on a different island off the coast. Like, if he didn't want them there, it's yeah. very easy to not get Ricky to go up and get them. Yes. Uh, Sam ties her hair up and runs out of the room. When I watched that, I was like, oh, Molly liked that. It, I mean, it was fine. It was good. <laughs> uh, she does that. I only say it because it comes up in the immediate next scene. Yes. Where, for no reason, uh, Alex and Sam are standing on uh, the roof. For no reason. For no reason, while guards go by. And suddenly they're also inside this all-metal hallway that is, like, why... What kind of recording studio... I mean, like, obviously it's the evil kind. (laughs) But, like, what? With, like, automatic doors and stuff like that. Uh, but for whatever reason, Sam's hair tie just slips all the way off of her bun and lands on the security guard's head. And he doesn't, he turns around and he doesn't look up. He just is like, eh. It landed on a beanie. So I guess you could say that he did not feel it that much. Yeah, I guess. He like, he touches his head, but it had already fallen off his head, so... I guess yeah. he has nothing to worry about, really. Also, the guards do not seem particularly intelligent. No, the guards are just walking along. They don't give a... They don't care about anything happening in this place. Yeah. Um, they run up to a dead end, and Sam is like, wait, where do they keep the secret lab, then? And then Alex leans on the wall, and it folds in, and she falls into the <laughs> secret lab. And Sam's like, oh, hey, good job. And it's... the Is this a secret lab? Like, that's what they call it, but... Yeah, it doesn't seem like a lab. No, there's there's a couple computer terminals, a large glass tube, and by large... Also, what? Why is it secret? Yeah, it, like, th- there's obviously something going on here, and it's security-filled. It's not like anybody's gonna get in there. It's not... Well, someone did. <laughs> yeah. Because they let them in. Two girls did, because they let them walk through. Like, they, they get in there... Uh, there's a chair in the middle of the room with a giant glass uh, tube from floor to ceiling around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Phil and a scientist-looking guy walk in and are like, hey, the new single's ready. Are you ready? At, at this point, do we have we seen... Um, yeah, yeah, we've seen the guy, the guitarist-producer guy. Uh, we've seen past him. We have not mm-hmm. seen present-day... Mr. Sebastian, he is incredible. Yeah. Like, holy shit. There's a lot of looks going on. He he has, like, uh, hair that goes just past his chest, and it is mm-hmm. bright silver. He has a claw arm, like a full-on yeah. metal arm with spikes and claws. 
and he's wearing a white suit with the chest open, and he's got, like, a shark tooth necklace. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fucking incredible. And every time he's on screen, a guitar lick plays. Yeah. It's, it's something else. It's pretty great. It's amazing. Uh, so Sam and Alex have been hiding under one of the uh, computer panels that the scientist and Phil are working at. Yeah, and they are whisper yelling. They are, yeah, they, it was exactly that. They demonstrate what's happening with the uh, CD thing. They have one of the guards go into the chamber uh, and yeah. they play the CD and he looks very worried. Yeah. Uh, and then they play the CD and then he starts repeating those previous lyrics about obeying Ricky and tearing down the government. It yeah. takes approximately five seconds. Yes. And then he's it, he's totally gone. And it is at this point, and only this point, where they realize, oh, hypnotism. Oh, wait, yeah, oh, hypnosis. They've, <laughs> they've been putting these people, uh, they've been brainwashing them and making them buy CDs. Uh, and they explain like, wait, rock legend is about musician worship. Oh no. And now they they are just like yelling this almost They're Yeah. They are screaming at each other under this desk that, uh, Phil and the scientist are standing right next to. Yeah. And they're like, Oh wait, that's why Clover has been acting so weird, which, Oh my God, it took you long enough. Yes. How did you not get it? Oh my God. Uh, they explain the whole thing. Uh, yeah, and they... then Alex is like, oh no, and now the fans... And then she starts screaming, the fans are going to do whatever he says. And then the claw arm comes underneath the desk and pulls it up. Mm-hmm. Which... And this desk, thankfully, is held together by cables and a hinge that fold up that way. Yes. So nothing broke. Alex sprays uh, Sebastian's feet with something. And Sam is like, nice gadget. What was it? And she starts naming all these big words that I didn't care to say. It, it, it's moose, I believe. And Alex goes, what gadget? That was my moose. And yeah. oh, yeah. they yeah. don't have any pockets. And yeah. their belt doesn't have anything on it. Hmm. Now that you're mentioning this. Yeah, I don't know how she brought this moose around. <laughs> Or, I don't want to talk about how she brought this moose around. Oh, no! And it was not that, because these are skin-tight latex cat suits. And it'd be, it'd be very hard to get it out. Yeah, so... That quickly. The moose is not in her hands on this escape scene either, so... I don't know what happened to it. Uh, they run past the guard who was hypnotized, because he's fucking useless now. Yeah, uh, well, about as useful as he was beforehand. Uh, yeah, he's about the same. Uh, they get up to the roof, uh, and then all of a sudden, there's a fucking attack chopper there, mm-hmm. and it shoots a plastic slash glass bubble thing Yeah, at them, and it captures them, and they're just like, oh man, and then Sebastian on screen with the guitar lick is very upset with them and they're making big smiles at him to make him not so mad, I guess. Yeah. Once again, they are awful at spying. They're the worst at spying. Cuts back to the sound studio and uh, Sebastian is like leaning over the the, uh, controls and he he goes over the entire evil plan uh, after making fun of the fact that their name is The Spies. Yeah. And Alex is like, look, it wasn't our idea. Jerry thought of it. 
don't stop it. I don't like it either. Uh, he goes over the evil plan, which it is. They are going to jam every TV, internet, and radio signal in the world. And then they're going to play the new single to everybody in the world. Mm-hmm. And then uh, everybody will be hypnotized except for Phil and Sebastian and I guess Ricky? Yeah, Ricky seems to be, like, unaffected by everything. Yeah, and he they kind of need him. Yeah. Because they've made him, like, the figurehead of this whole thing, so he kind of has to be in charge. I don't know how you explain that to him after they do it. Well, I assume it is, like, hey, everyone else in the world is hypnotized. How do you get Ricky to go along with it, though? Because he, he seems like a nice boy. He's he's not in on this plot He's a nice boy that makes those good tunes. Yeah, he <laughs> just making his music he's not hurting anybody he and he doesn't he doesn't seem like the type because later on he's like wait they're doing what with my music they have them locked up in the soundproof room i i think that's a a thing of we'll cross that bridge when we get to it yeah i guess we'll figure it out once everybody in the world is hypnotized which i guess fair (laughs) yeah it's a little too late for anybody to do anything about it at that point yeah um, so they lock him in the room and they didn't take away the chair. They didn't take away the instruments. Uh, and there's definitely large speakers in there that are not attached to the wall. Yep. Uh, however, Sam is like, like the music starts playing and Sam is like, oh, or Alex is like, oh, well, shit, we're doomed. Sam picks up the instrument and goes, we can use these to get out. And then Alex picks one up and goes to immediately smash the window with it, which you know, that's what I figured they were going to do. Good idea. Uh, no, they start playing the music and it shatters the glass to that room and they flip out. Yes. Which I, sure, why not? Their thrash metal saved the day. <laughs> Their terrible sound noise group saved the day. They did it. Uh, it cuts to the beach and somehow they're, it's really weird. Because they didn't need to do this at all. They could have just knocked out these guards, but they used that uh, underwater thing that Jerry was making jokes about earlier. Yeah. Uh, Alex tries to make the same joke, and Sam goes, don't you even start. Uh, Mm -hmm. And Sam is just ready to finish this thing up. She's tired of these two. Yeah, this scene is really weird, and also it's like 10 seconds. Yeah, they steal the jet ski, and the guards start shooting fucking laser guns at them yeah which seems like i don't know this this could have been over earlier if they just used laser guns on the attack helicopter i'm just saying (laughs) they don't these two aren't like worth capturing and brainwashing to be spies for them because they're not good at it and that should be clear at this point Uh, apparently well to them they're they're very good because they've somehow managed to infiltrate their that's true. They they got through all the security that those two had laid laid out. All six guards. Yeah, and they, oh my god, they cut <laughs> they cut to the Brazuela Mega Stadium, which yeah, I don't know how many people there are in Brazuela, but it seems to be a lot. This seems to be a pretty obvious kind of takeoff of the, the big uh, auditorium in Rio. Yeah, sure. That like a lot of people have like bands have. Like concert DVDs from. Okay, yeah, that's 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 true. Uh, everybody's chanting for Ricky. They want him to come out. Um, like fans keep getting onto the stage, and there's security throwing them off one by one. Yeah. 
Um, and then Alex and Sam are backstage and Ricky's back there and they're like, Hey, come here. And he's like, wait, why aren't you guys out there playing? And then they fill him in on everything that was going on. Sam kind of goes like, your music's evil. You know, they're using it to hypnotize the world. And and, and Ricky, then she's like, Alex, fill him in. Which like, you kind of did already. Like, yeah, you just told him like everything he needed to know, basically. Yeah. Uh, but maybe Sam just wanted to be rid of Alex for like five minutes. <laughs> just like you stay here. Possible. Because I have something to go take care of because you guys have no idea what you're doing. Uh... Sam was like, I'm going to go take care of the radio tower. Uh, you fill him in. Sebastian and Phil are apparently behind because Sam and Alex got there before they did. And she's... It, it, it's the power It's the power of the pooty. Yeah, the pooty. <laughs> they get there real quick. Sam uses her little grappling hook heart belt to scale, like, the entire satellite dish really quick. Yeah. Like, it just flies her up there. And she's like, okay, now that I've done this, how do I stop it? Which is a good question. It's a good question. It's a great question, because they don't have any the kind of explosives, or... I guess you could just start banging on the control panel, but I don't think that's going to do you much good. Yeah, they have, they have no knowledge of satellites, because they are high schoolers. Yeah, they don't teach that in high school. Uh, it cuts back to Ricky and Alex, and Ricky's like, wait, so they were going to use my music to take over a government? And Alex is like, no, dude, I said the entire world. Are you not listening to me right now? Which is, like, Alex, like, you... You're the worst spy. You don't have any room to, like, make fun of anybody for this right now. Yeah. Like, you you, don't you guys ca- just rea- realized this, like, minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then Clover bursts through the door with some fans, like, oh, there's Ricky. Because they've been waiting too long. And all the fans have made it backstage now. Uh, and Alex and Ricky take off running. So, mm-hmm. somehow, uh, Phil and Sebastian start the music uh, from the helicopter. Uh, the satellite starts up, and everybody is... There's, like, five people just that have rushed the stage and are fighting security. Uh, yeah. Sam is on her way up to the satellite, and Alex and Ricky so, are just so can running the security, for their lives. Is the security also unhypnotizable? I don't know. Uh, I guess they... Maybe it's just more of the guards from the uh, island, and they just haven't been hypnotized yet and don't know about it. Like, they... Maybe. They didn't seem like they knew what was going on. They're just security for this uh, new music guy, which which makes sense, I guess. They get Alex and Ricky are like running up the satellite dish now because they're running away from the uh, fans. The helicopter is moving towards the satellite, which has now turned on uh, and has started like jamming all of the internet signals in the world and TV and radio. It's all over. Sam is on the platform with the controls on it and then it starts getting shot the hell up by the attack helicopter which you guys should have done this a while ago probably you should have just gone for the kill yes you should have taken the kill shot you had you had a really good one earlier and you just captured them instead yes Uh, sam leaps from the control panel and they didn't leave any guards no there are no guards on this control panel that was a raised platform there was there was nobody there uh, she leaps into the satellite dish, which is a pretty cool thing. She starts sliding down the middle of the dish. Um, and she fires the... The hairdryer. The hairdryer, which we also do not know where that came from. Uh, no, they they had it, I guess, in the satellite dish, probably. <laughs> they probably just threw it over there when they were landing the plane. Yeah. Uh, she <laughs> slides down. The helicopter starts going out of control... And it ends up in 
what is the signal, I guess. They, like, fly in front of the actual... I don't even know how... They're, like, there's little green beams that are shooting out of the satellite just, just to show that it's transmitting. Don't you know that signals are physical? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. how could I forget? How... I don't know if, that, how if, I if you that. walk in front of them, it blocks them. It blocks them and only transmits it to you. Yeah, uh, that's how signals work. Uh, Sebastian's like, "Quick, turn the monitors off," and Phil's like, "Nah, I like it." Because now he is hypnotized. Because now he's hypnotized, and then Sebastian quickly goes from angry to hypnotized, so he doesn't even give a single damn about what's happening anymore. Does he blush, or is it only Clover who blushes? It's only Clover. Yeah, which makes it even more unsettling. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, it's weird and not okay. Uh, but they start repeating the lyrics. The helicopter goes down in a fiery explosion. Yeah. Like, those it, men are dead. Those men are super dead. It cuts back to Alex on top of where the satellite dish is. For whatever reason, her uh, cat suit has been torn to shreds. She yeah, has, like, she is... an arm missing, a leg missing... It's, like, barely not uh, falling off of her boobs. Yeah, it, it is... She is scantily clad now. Yeah, the the satellite just blows up because the helicopter blew up nowhere near it, I guess? Yeah, you know, uh, well, that's how, when evil plans are foiled, it, they blow up. Everything happens at once, yeah. Uh, Alex gets, like, knocked away from the explosion. Sam is already in the custody of Whoop agents being given a shock blanket. And she's got a really big smile on her face. And Jerry is there like, hey, everybody get to it. And then... Which I will say, like, what was the point of the spies if Whoop was already there? Yeah, I don't know. They, like, everybody at Whoop is there. There's a bunch of cars. There's a bunch of agents out there. I don't know. There's more cars arriving, even. Yeah. Uh, very quickly. Like, if the spies had done nothing, the world probably still would have been okay. Yeah, probably. Uh, or maybe not. I don't know. Because uh, Sebastian and Phil wouldn't have been in that helicopter, probably. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Sebastian and Phil are perfectly okay in walking away from this enormous fiery wreckage uh, that was left by the helicopter. They're they're fine. It's fine. It, it, anything you can walk away from. It, it was absolutely... It's a good landing. Yeah, it was a really nice, quick landing. Uh, yes. They're walking away, repeating those lyrics from earlier... And they just get picked up by Whoop, and it's not even a thing. There, there's no the, those, you know, those meddling spies. Nope, nothing like that, because they they don't care anymore. They're not even, I don't even know why they're capturing these guys. They're useless to society now. Yep. Uh, well, uh, they do say that the hypnotism won't. Yeah, it all starts wearing off pretty quick, though. Um, yeah, so. Sam is like, thanks, Jerry, for showing up. Those criminals were going to make Ricky uh, sign t-shirts soon, which... That seems really lighthearted for almost <laughs> hypnotizing the entire world, Sam. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's the end of the mission. Clover has been clinging to Ricky the entire time he's been on screen. It's yes. actually kind of incredible. Uh, it cuts back to the high school. Clover's okay now. Uh, she's super embarrassed, which I'm not exactly sure why. Yeah, I don't know why either. And Sam and Alex are at least being nice. They're like, hey, I don't know why you're so worried about this. Be nice to yourself. Like, it's not your fault. Except, like, it super was. I don't... Like, she listened to that dumb CD. Yeah, like, like it is her fault that, like, she got hypnotized. But, like, like we said, Ricky seemed like an okay, if slightly dumb and naive dude. Yeah, he was perfectly fine. Like, yeah, like, there's, there's nothing wrong with him. Yeah. 
so yeah, so I guess like falling for Ricky is not a big deal. I guess getting hypnotized into falling into Ricky is more of a deal. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So they're like comforting her after school. Damon finally notices that they're back, and he's like, "Did you get my flowers?" And she's like, "Yeah." Totally cold. Super cold to him. Not even looking at him. Um. And he's like, uh, "How would you like to get together, and I'll get you that latte?" And she's like, uh, "No, I'm over musicians now. Thank you." And then he's, like, super sad and walks away. And then Clover, or not Clover, Alex and Sam are like, oh, we're really proud of you. You did you did good. And then Clover notes that she is over it and she doesn't care about musicians anymore. You can't fall for every guy with a guitar in his hands. And then a guy with a guitar in his hands walks up. And in a he, clarinet. And a, yeah, some kind of horn walks up to him. And goes, oh, I'm new here, and I'm lost. And then she's immediately all over that boy. Hey, I'll let you buy me a latte. Alex is like, I guess she's back into musicians. And Sam's like, I bet she never got over him. And also, how many new students are they getting to this school? A lot? <laughs> I guess? And they yeah. all play guitar? Yeah. This has to be, like, two days later, right? It can't be the... It's the next school day, maybe? It was a long weekend. Yeah, I don't know how they're keeping up with all of this stuff. It's, yeah. It's weird. Yes. That's the end of the episode. Man, Totally Spies is a fucked up show. Totally Spies is a fucked up show. We, and there's, there's so much to talk about because none of it makes sense at all, which, you know, it's a kid's show. You expect that, but holy shit. If you unravel one thing, it all just starts coming undone. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's so much and it just doesn't, none of it fits together once you start looking at it. Which is kind of like par for the course with all of these uh, these old shows that people are starting to watch again. But it's fun. No, yeah, it, it's a it's a fun show. It never is really boring because of that kind of hectic pace that it establishes super early on. Yeah, it's it's all nonstop. Uh, they don't have a lot of like scenes where nothing is happening. Yeah, there's there's always something going on. Either there is action going on or there are jokes going on. Yeah, so you don't... There's there's no point where you would disengage with it. So yeah, is there anything else that we need to say before we wrap this up? It's been interesting watching, you know, this show again. Like, to, for reasons like seeing how everyone in this show, just to make everything work, is intensely dumb. Yeah, and I don't remember them being this dumb because, I mean, obviously we were kids at the time, so it, yeah. it made more sense then. But, like, man... Man, they're dumb. Like from top to bottom, like e like even Jerry, like yeah, like Jerry, <laughs> Jerry does, all the villains. Jerry, Jerry could have seen Clover on the bed listening to that CD, and he didn't even think to go. No, maybe they shouldn't. No, it's fine. It's fine. Don't, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, because like I don't want to like just like say like oh they're dumb and bad because like oh they're teenage girls. Yeah, they but... are. Like, there, it is to a point of ridiculousness, which is obviously part of the point of the show. Yeah. Because a lot of the comedy comes from that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, are they... It is, it is, I'm not going to say overboard, but it's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. That's totally spies for you. That's totally spies, episode one, a thing for a musician. Yeah. Should we God. wrap this up? Tell we should... people where to find us? Yes, we should do that. You go ahead. Well... Not you, because you're not me. I'm off the grid. Bunker. I might tell you if okay. you say it first. Um, you can find me on 
Twitter and Tumblr at Dapper's Den, uh, with no apostrophe, uh, where I post bad things. That's true, 100% exclusively bad things. 100% true. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at I-Z-Z-E-T Mallory. My Tumblr's Girl, but it's all just a bunch of Magic the Gathering, so you probably don't want to follow that. <laughs> uh, I, I only post good things, though. Yes. Uh, this is a yin and yang situation. Yeah, it's, it's like the one can only tell truths, one can only tell lies. <laughs> but you can't figure out which one is which. Yeah, with both shit posts. Yeah, both with shit posts. Yeah, so uh, that's where you can find me. That's where you can find Ashley. Um, yeah, is there anything else we need to add before we go? I, I think that's it. You can find this podcast wherever I put it up. Wherever podcasts are sold. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure where we're putting this up yet. We'll figure that out in the next couple of days, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's that's it for us. Uh, that's it for uh, Tell Your Prize. Uh, I'm going to try this out. Keep okay. spying. Nice. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll see you next time. See you next time.